This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington, and it's in both parties. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. Now, of course, this puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. Be sure to visit AFR.net or wherever you get your podcasts to hear past episodes. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. Glad to have you with us today on the show. AFR.net is our website. AFR.net is our website. Go there. Catch the podcast, the Exposing Washington podcast there at AFR.net. But you can also listen live at our website, AFR.net. Another way to keep up with the show is by downloading the American Family Radio app, the AFR app on your app store. Just go there, download it. It's free, and you can catch all uh, uh, content from American Family Radio there on the app. Uh, More specifically, you can get Exposing Washington there on the app, the American Family Radio app on your phone, on your tablet device, wherever you have an app store, go there and download the AFR app. Moving right into the stories for the day, the some breaking, two two really big news items coming out of Washington, D.C. this week. We had... uh, Vice President, former Vice President Joe Biden announced his running mate. Senator Kamala Harris out of California is now Joe Biden's vice presidential running mate. We had that coming out of Washington, D.C. And then you have the first criminal charge against someone in the Obama administration over the Russia hoax over the witch hunt into President Trump's campaign and his administration. So we had both of those announcements this week, so we're going to break both of those down for you. But before we do that, look, exposing Washington ever since we've been doing this show for the past two years, our goal has been to expose the deception and the lies that go on or that exist in Washington, D.C., and one of the main reasons that we do the show here is to do what I just said, but but another reason is because there's a need here. Because many things that go on in Washington either don't get reported on or they get underreported on or they get misreported. And it's hard for, for the American people, for citizens across the country who care about our country, who care about our Constitution, It's hard for them to decipher and discern and understand what's going on, who's telling the truth, because you got all these different factions and all these different sides and all these special interests. And so it's hard to really know what's going on and who's telling the truth. So that's what we're here to do each week on Exposing Washington. Once again, I'm your host, Walker Wildman. Jumping in to the presidential campaign, you had Joe Biden, former vice president, announced that Senator Kamala Harris is his vice presidential running mate. 
And really, this is not surprising. It's someone that was in the running, uh, in the in the early running in the primary, Senator Harris, and now Joe Biden has picked her as his uh, running mate. And you know what this does, really. The Democrats and the left, they'll say, well, this helps Joe Biden. He's got a solid running mate now. (laughs) Well, you know, what this really does is it continues, it further shows the contrast between the two different sides battling against each other in our country. And when I talk about the two sides, this is not just a Democrat-Republican fight. This is really a slavery or freedom fight. Do we want to be enslaved to the government? Do we want to be, to be beholden to the government and all kinds of regulations, all kinds of government overreach and intrusion? Or do we want to be a free people? Do we want to have our constitutional God-given rights protected? Those are pretty much the two sides. And on those two sides, you have some more committed than others. Even within the two sides. But if you boil it down and you just keep it simple, which we like to keep it simple, then you've got these two sides in our country battling over basically good and evil, right and wrong, liberty, or bondage. And right now, as it stands today, The Democrat Party in America represents represents government overreach, the trampling of the Constitution and all the rights within it, and the Democrat Party really represents what the founding fathers of America were most afraid of. And that is the lack of recognition, failing to recognize our God-given rights. And now we have a major political party, a major movement in our country that wants to completely upend our God-given rights and destroy this country and turn it into just another totalitarian Marxist-run country. And for those in the media on this past week who were trying to claim (laughs) that we're really trying to lie, but they've been saying, you know, Senator Harris is a moderate. One media outlet even said she's pragmatically moderate. The reality is she's not moderate at all. 
she's one of the most liberal senators in the U.S. Senate. And to show you what I'm talking about, let's play clip two. This is Senator Harris back in 2019 during the Democrat primary talking about, well, how she's going to confiscate your guns. Clip two, let's listen. Do you believe in the mandatory buyback of quote-unquote assault weapons? I do believe that we need to do buybacks, and I'll tell you why. They are weapons of war with no place on the streets of a civil society. I will give the United States Congress 100 days to get their act together and have the courage to pass reasonable gun safety laws. And if they fail to do it, then I will take executive action. Well, there you have it. That's Senator Kamala Harris talking about how, number one, she supports mandatory gun buybacks. And let's don't, look, let's don't be deceived on the language here, folks. They use this mumbo-jumbo language that doesn't it sound so good? Mandatory buyback. Look, I can get money for my gun. But the word mandatory means you don't have an option. That is gun confiscation. And Senator Harris is just saying, well, we, we might give you a little bit of money for your gun. But either way, we're going to confiscate it. Either way, we're going to confiscate it. Then she goes on to say that she she will give, if she becomes president, which if she becomes vice president, she'll be de facto president because Joe Biden doesn't know what he's doing. But Senator Harris said, I'll give Congress 100 days, and if they don't pass meaningful gun reform legislation, then I will sign an executive order that bans assault rifles. You know, these folks... I don't know if they're if they're if they're ignorant on proper gun terminology or they're intentionally misleading us. Because if you want to talk about assault rifles, which doesn't that sound scary? There really aren't hardly any assault rifles in the hands of American citizens. Assault rifles are fully automatic Rifles that are used in war, that our military owns. Are there a few rare examples of American citizens owning fully automatic rifles? Yeah, maybe. Some. They're hard to find. But what she's talking about there, she's talking about semi-automatic rifles. One, one trigger pull, one shot. One trigger pull, one shot. And the Democrats have already admitted that they pretty much want to confiscate every gun except for maybe a shotgun and a bolt-action rifle because, after all, that's all you need to hunt with, right? But everything else, they would like to see it outlawed. So between now and the election, the next time you hear someone say that Senator Harris is a moderate, then you should call their bluff because Senator Harris is no moderate. She is about as whacked out as the rest of them. And that the whole gun confiscation is just one of many issues where she is on the opposite end of the Constitution.
Another topic I want to talk about today is mail-in voting. Mail-in voting. And when, when we talk about, remember this, folks, when we talk about mail-in voting, we are not talking about absentee voting, all right? Absentee voting is when you're going to be out of town, out of the country, or otherwise unable to vote in person at the polling booth on election day. That is absentee voting. That voting that has been around for years. And for all I know, it works pretty well. You write in, you fill out a form that you're that, that you need an absentee ballot. You sign the form, date the form, mail it in. That's that's a basic overview, but it varies per state. Or oftentimes you have to drive up to your local courthouse and physically, in person, request an absentee ballot, which also means you have to show your driver's license. What the Democrats are wanting to do is not absentee ballot, uh, not, not absentee voting. They are wanting to send hundreds of thousands of ballots proactively to all registered voters, even though the vast majority of those voters don't want They do not want to mail in their ballot. They would rather go and vote in person. And by doing this mass, I call it mass mail-in votings. Other other people call it cheat by mail. (laughs) But what what we're doing here, what the Democrats are doing, is they're basically creating an environment for lawlessness and rampant voter fraud. Does that sound familiar? Democrats creating an environment of lawlessness. That seems to be happening in pretty much every major city that is run by Democrats. Let's listen to clip one. This is the Attorney General of the United States, William Barr, on what he thinks about mass mail-in voting. Let's listen. The idea of conducting... Uh, elections by wholesale mail-in ballots is reckless and wrong. Uh, Everyone knows what has happened in these cases. We're not talking about uh, voters going, requesting a ballot, specifically saying who they are, proving who they are, and then submitting a ballot by mail. We're talking about mail-outs to everyone on the voting list, and every experience with, with that has had thousands and thousands of ballots floating around, not just the state, but the country. I have friends who haven't lived in California in 21 years who received ballots. Uh, There are ballots left in boxes in apartment buildings. Uh, Ballots are uh, for for, uh, people who used to live at addresses or delivered to those addresses. They can be filled out by anybody. This is reckless, and it it could create uh, uh, serious questions about the integrity of the election. Well, there you have it. That's Attorney General William Barr, and he's right. He calls it grossly irresponsible for this mail-in voting push. And let me just warn you, and I, I've said this, I said this a few weeks ago. Let me just warn you. If we allow, when I say we, I, I'm talking about collectively as a country and as different states across the country, If we allow, and I get it, much of this is out of our control, quite literally, 
Why? Because we have different governors and secretaries of state across the country that are already making these decisions without our say. Although we did elect those different governmental officials into their positions. And so we continue. But if we as a country do this, which it's looking like we're going to, many states are, not all. Some states are moving in this direction. Michigan has already committed to it. Nevada has already committed to it. Pennsylvania is committing to it and others. What I'm talking about is where they send out hundreds of thousands of blank ballots to voters, registered voters, all across the state in order for them to simply vote from their house. What this inevitably will do, not only is it, is it, is it basically opening the door to rampant voter fraud by the thousands, if not millions, of votes that could be fraudulent, but this is also creating an environment that is almost impossible to stop, and that environment I'm talking about is an environment where we are one days, one day, two day, one week, one month after the election, and we don't even know who our president-elect is. Oh, but Walker, that you know that's not going to happen. I mean, aren't we going to know the results within, what, a day or two at the latest? <laughs> if we let this mail-in voting, this cheat-by-mail that the Democrats are planning on, if we let it go through, if we let it happen, we could be waiting weeks, if not months, to find out who our president electives because here's what's going to happen i'm going to go ahead and call it there's going to be delays in the postal service because there already is right now you can't get a package in under a week there is inevitably going to be delays when it comes to mailing in your ballot And then guess what? We're going to have some judge somewhere step in and say, well, you know, we typically stop counting ballots after Election Day, but, you know, we had, I don't know, maybe 20,000 ballots come in in the Postal Service after the election, and I think we should include those ballots because, after all, we don't want to disenfranchise voters. So let's just keep counting ballots. I don't know weeks after the election until we have enough ballots to beat President Trump. (laughs) We could see that happen in various states. We really could see that happen. And this is why the Democrats, in large part, they are not focused on controlling the entirety of government from mayors to governors to the White House, all the Democrats need to cause utter chaos and disrupt our entire system of democracy and representative democracy, all they need is to get in certain positions of power such as, I don't know, a secretary of state or a 
judge somewhere appointed by Obama or Clinton? And the Democrats can cause complete chaos if they do such. And that transition transitions us to our next topic, and that is the chaos that we're seeing all across the country in various cities. And these cities, well, pretty much all, if not all, of them are run by who? Democrats. Let's listen to clip one. This is President Trump talking about the lawlessness that is running rampant in our cities. What you're seeing in Portland, Seattle, New York, Chicago is really the Democrat roadmap for America. They want to end cash bail, close prisons, defund police departments, or at least largely defund. You see that with New York, a billion dollars they took out of their police department and crime has gone through the roof. And appoint far left prosecutors who side with the criminals and target law abiding citizens. There you have it, President Trump saying basically that the Democrats want to take this chaos nationwide if you put them in the White House. And then he talks about, well, the people I was talking about, the people in positions of power and influence like local prosecutors and how they're they're letting criminals out repeat offenders out of jail to continue to cause havoc on cities across the country and the local prosecutors are doing nothing about it, letting the criminals out and putting cities and citizens in danger. One specific example, and this example is really indicative of what's going on in all major cities, for the most part, across the country. New York State is now named the worst state for economic outlook as New York City sees people, quote, fleeing the city, end quote. A couple things here. You had a complete mishandling of the whole coronavirus situation by Governor Cuomo. And when I talk about a mishandling, I'm more specifically talking about how Governor Cuomo mandated that COVID-positive patients have to be sent into nursing homes. That resulted in over 30,000 COVID-related deaths in nursing homes. So you had that, that issue And then on top of that, you have Mayor Bill de Blasio in New York City letting anarchists, looters, rioters, and other criminals run the streets. Meanwhile, Governor or Mayor de Blasio is shutting down synagogues and churches. You can't worship, but you can riot. Furthermore, he's painting on his streets. Black Lives Matter, which is connected with the Black Lives Matter organization, BLM, which is a purely Marxist organization, BLM, that wants to destroy our country. And Mayor Blow de Blasio is partnering up with them to paint on the city streets. But guess what we can't paint on the city streets? All Lives Matter. 
or any other slogan or political talking point that Bill de Blasio disagrees with. And so what you're seeing happen in New York is happening in various cities across the country that have began, begun to let the criminals run the city. And if someone like Joe Biden gets in the White House, that type of lawlessness is going to be fostered all across the country. Moving on to the last topic I want to talk about today, uh, one, 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 one news uh, story that I told you I would mention that I haven't yet before we move on to this last topic is the uh, first guilty plea that John Durham in Connecticut has secured relating to the Russia fake investigation into President Trump. We talked about this on the show, but just to give you a brief overview, there was an attorney that worked for the FBI. His last name was Kleinsmith, Kevin Kleinsmith. He was an FBI lawyer. And during the course of the entire witch hunt into President Trump, in the midst of that investigation, Kleinsmith, the FBI lawyer, altered evidence He manufactured and changed evidence during the course of the criminal investigation. And so, U.S. Attorney John Durham in Connecticut has secured a guilty plea from the first person in the Obama administration that went after President Trump. And I hope there are many more to come, the last story I'm going to mention that I that I that I want to talk about is Jared Kushner. Let's play this clip real quick. This is a uh, well, we're not going to have time. Let me just explain to you what what this is about, and and we'll we'll bring it back next week. But Jared Kushner was on Brett Baer on Fox News with Brett Baer, and Brett Baer, of course, pulls up all these Fox News polls that show President Trump is behind. Seven points, eight points, ten points, five points. Basically, President Trump, according to Fox News, is just going to get clobbered in November. And Jared Kushner notes there live on Fox News that during the last election cycle, the last general election cycle for president in 2016, over 90% of Fox News polls got it completely wrong. They got it completely wrong. And he explains why. But yet the media, CNN, Fox News, and the rest of them, they keep pushing out these unreliable polls that show that President Trump is just going to get clobbered in November. And we all know that they're known to get it wrong. Exposing Washington American Family Radio. Stay tuned to AFR. And we'll see you next week.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.